Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast extra. 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 The podcast for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. My name is David <laughs> Cox. Oh, beautiful. And I'm Josh Matheson. And this episode, we are continuing our Grimm's Tales for all you amazing, fabulous Patreon subscribers out there. Thank you so much for sticking with us and for supporting the show. We really do appreciate it. And this is just our little way of saying a big thank you to just helping us out and coming alongside us for this crazy journey that is this nonsense podcast. <laughs> this feels like it's, it does feel like the dessert, doesn't it? Because we do... Yeah. I was saying Matt, uh, to Matt before we started recording, I, I, I was like, I really love doing the main episodes, but you've got, uh, like, I know you seem lazy, but you've really got to, like, concentrate because I can't get to the end of it and go, like, I didn't I didn't understand what was going on. So you really, narrative you really as well, isn't it? There, you know, for, for, for our and go, like, right, okay, what, what do I think about that? What can I think? And mm-hmm. it's um, this, you just sit there. And think about let's just wait for the most the next ridiculous thing, which turns out to be two minutes away, um, and let's just take the and rip, 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 you know, take the mick out of it. So yeah. Well, as you will all probably know, we've been working through the Grim Tales storybooks, and mm. this is the one little section where Josh gets to pick the story. We have no idea what story he's going to pick or what he's got for us. So, Josh, what what story are we doing tonight? Well, uh, I've gone for a story today that is both, well, is is as short as it is ridiculous. Okay. Like me. (laughs) And uh, it goes by the, (laughs) it goes by the title of The Mouse, The Bird, and The Sausage. (laughs) I'm on One of these things is not like the others. (laughs) (laughs) I really, oh, I really the hope she doesn't speak. I, I know exactly what I was about to say. I really want the sausage to talk. Okay, we, on, the count, <laughs> on the count of three, Matt, I'm going to go one, two, three, and we're going to say the accent that we think the sausage will be able to. Okay. Oh, no. One, uh, two, oh. three, German. German. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Problem is, we've had German, like, because it's the Grim Tales, we've had quite a lot of German accents in these. That's true. Because, obviously, you know, it goes with the, the genre and the, and, the, and the writers. So, I don't know. I'll have to kind of see if we can think of something, if he does talk. Um, I have no idea about That's one story. thing I didn't look ahead to see, because it is such a short one. I didn't look right. ahead to see how much dialogue there is in there. But it's uh, uh, hopefully got some good narrative in store, nonetheless. Right. The last one was a farce. What a just, complete and, uh, yeah so i mean I, I i guess there is an element of that because obviously these, these are retold folk tales so it gets passed on and obviously just manipulated and changed each time so i don't think any of them have narratives which no one no one's telling that story down the, the local tavern and going like hang on i need to like change it so there's some like there's a bit of closure for that character they're just going yeah or to make it make more sense or <laughs> yeah it's just how do i get everybody in this tavern just to laugh at the ridiculousness yeah. of this story <laughs> and and then some sort and then some sort of learning curb which we if we can squeeze one with. in maybe yeah. yeah don't talk to ferrets or they'll eat your lunch exactly yeah yeah, yeah just do that one exactly there we go 
brilliant. Well, I mean, I think we should just dive in. I have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what this is about or what the moral of it is or anything. So I think we should just dive straight in and just see where the sausage takes us. <laughs> that's that's a, the actor the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> the mouse, the bird, and the sausage. Once upon a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage entered into partnership and set up house together. <laughs> no. no, they didn't. They, they, they did, David. That did they not did. happen. <laughs> Am I just thinking like sausage party? I don't know. That's why it goes to my head. That's like the maybe. <laughs> yeah. I just have the idea. It's just like two animals and an inanimate object. Like, are they yeah. pretending that the sausage is alive? Meat wrapped in sheep's intestine. Yeah. <laughs> are they just talking to it like, you know, like, are they, is it an imaginary friend or? We can only assume. We can only assume. I think Grim, Grim's tales have a habit of doing this. They'll just chuck in, chuck in something that doesn't seem to fit the. I guess if there's the a mold. disagreement over how they like share their equity, they can just eat the other person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can do that anyway, oh, but I mean. Goodness. So stupid. For a long time, all went well. They lived in great comfort and prospered so far as to be able to add considerably to their stores. The bird's duty was to fly daily into the wood and bring in fuel. The mouse fetched the water and the sausage saw to the cooking. <laughs> you are what you eat. What is he doing? What is he doing? Is he just cooking himself or like... <laughs> I'm just imagining Vegan. little sausage little alarms, like just kind of oh, little yeah. tiny little sausage, arms. Yeah, yeah, cooking little bacon and eggs. Do you have an and... apron saying like "Don't mess yeah. with the chef" or something. I, he definitely has an apron. <laughs> it has like "Eat the cook" instead of it. "Kiss the cook" on it or something. Can I make an early prediction? Is a dog yes. going to like break in and like kidnap him or something? <laughs> Maybe. That'll be a thing. It comes for the bird and the mouse. No, no, sorry, guys, that's too logical. When people are too well off they always begin to long for something new. And so it came to pass that the bird, while out one day, met a fellow bird, to whom he boastfully expatiated on the excellence of his household arrangements. But the other bird sneered at him for being a poor simpleton, who did all the hard work, while the other two stayed at home and had a good time of it. For when the mouse had made the fire and fetched the water, she could retire into her little room and rest until it was time to set the table. The sausage had only to watch the pot to see that the food was properly cooked, and when it was near dinner time, he just threw himself into the broth and rolled in and out among the vegetables <laughs> three or four times. And there they were, buttered and water. salted and ready to be served. <laughs> so that's what he's doing. He's just tempting them with, like, urda sausage by just kind of rolling around in the vegetables but only feeding them the vegetables. I think he pretty it's much like, like dips his bum in like to get some of his, what I mean? his fat out. Yeah, yeah. He's cooking all the food in his like own sweat. It's gross. <laughs> Do you reckon he goes for a run before just to get him extra? Like, yeah, extra oh, juice. Yeah. <laughs> Sweaty sausage. <laughs> Soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> then, when the bird came home and had laid aside his burden, they sat down to table. And when they had finished their meal, they could sleep till their fill the following morning. And that was really a very delightful life. Influenced by those remarks, the bird next morning refused to bring in the wood, telling the others that he had been their servant long enough and had been a fool into the bargain. 
and that it was now time to make a change and to try some other way of arranging the work. Beg and pray as the mouse and sausage might, it was of no use. The bird remained master of the situation, and the venture had to be made. They therefore drew lots, and it fell to the sausage to bring in the wood, to the mouse to cook, and to the bird to fetch the water. And now what happened? The sausage started in search of wood, the bird made the fire, and the mouse put on the pot, and then these two waited till the sausage returned with the fuel for the following day. But the sausage remained so long away that they became uneasy, and the bird flew out to meet him. He had not flown far, however, when he came across a dog, who, having met the sausage, had regarded him as a legitimate booty, and so seized and swallowed him. Oh, no, David, you were right. Accurate (laughs) prediction. That really happened. Are you a grim brother, David? I am. How did you know? (laughs) The bird complained to the dog of this barefaced robbery, but nothing, he said, was of any avail, for the dog answered that he found false credentials on the sausage, and that was the reason his life had been forfeited. (laughs) hang on so he was like you're an illegal alien you don't have paperwork can i see your papers you're not supposed to be here (laughs) he was false paper yeah that's hilarious what kind of papers does the sausage have like the packet he came in like what's he meant to carry with him (laughs) contains eight (laughs) used before 30th november so stupid may contain pork <laughs> he picked up the wood and flew sadly home and told the mouse all he had seen and heard. They were both very unhappy, but agreed to make the best of things and to remain with one another. So now the bird set the table and the mouse looked after the food, and wishing to prepare it in the same way as the sausage by rolling in and out among the vegetables to salt and butter them, she jumped into the pot but she stopped short long before she reached the bottom, having already parted not only with her skin and hair, but also with her life. The mouse died in the the pot. Yeah, tried to do some sausage tricks. That's the way to go. Oh, no, she just boiled herself alive. Gross. (laughs) If the bird still eats it, that's going to be so grim. Could you imagine just picking your friend out the dinner while you're eating it? Boiled alive, I think, has got to be up there, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Presently, the bird came in and wanted to serve up the dinner, but he could nowhere see the cook. In his alarm and flurry, he threw the wood here and there about the floor, called and searched, but no cook was to be found. Then some of the wood that had been carelessly thrown down caught fire and began to blaze. The bird hastened to fetch some water, but his pail fell into the well, and he after it, and he was unable to recover himself and was drowned. <laughs> wow. No, you mean, you said this is ridiculous. This is bleak. Wait, it's finished. Is that it? <laughs> That's oh my God. They all died. Why? I tell you why. They swap roles and you shouldn't do that. Just do what you're good at. Otherwise, don't don't like swap stuff to like to, to make a change. Also, is it because he went over to see the other birds and, that, and, that, and that's when he ended up swapping it? Yeah. 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 He just went away and said, oh, maybe we should just, you know, shake it up a bit for a laugh. And if it doesn't well, work, I think, then we'll just go I back. Think, 
the other birds were basically saying like you're working the hardest so you should you know you've got, you the, got bump the, deal. the deal yeah everyone else is isn't working as hard as you so you should what was the bird's job at the start i can't remember collecting the wood wood I a naturally bird job in many ways mm. i and then, disagree that that was harder than necessarily what the mouse was doing yeah i don't think that was true right from the off i think they all had a pretty even share of it and you know cooking's yeah. a big thing you've got a you've got to source the ingredients and fetching the water up, if you're a mouse having to draw all that water from the well it would have mm. taken ages yeah well do you want to know what the meaning of the book is because i've gotten it up here has it actually and got an the source, meaning? and i think the source is going to really surprise you that's it that's it so this is from the foundation for economic education oh okay and it's called The Division of Labour, Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm's The Mouse, The Bird and The Sausage. Okay. So the folk and fairy tales collected by the Brothers Grimm are not widely considered to be significant demonstrations of the economic way of thinking. After all, aside from the static and mostly symbolic wealth of the kings and queens, money in these tales tends to show up in comic or magical contexts. When we remember that the economic way of thinking is not only about monetary exchange, but about all kinds of exchange and choices, these tales look a bit different. The mouse, the bird and the sausage is a perfect example. So he's talking about not about the exchange of wealth, but obviously the exchange of labour or the division of labour. The three companions begin this brief tale in an equitable and beautifully functioning partnership. Each member of the trio has a job, executes it well and benefits from his own work and the work of his compatriots. Everything is going perfectly and they live, as the Grimms tell us, in peace and prosperity. So the bird attempts to construct fairness from the top down by ignoring the advantages that had revealed themselves over time as the trio has settled into their familiar tasks and evolved a functioning and prosperous example of social cooperation under the division of labour. He forces the trio to desert the idea of comparative advantage, as laid out by David Ricardo's On the Principles of Political Economy and Taxation from 1817 and chapter eight of Mises' Human Action. Comparative advantage is the idea that everyone has something they do at lowest opportunity cost to themselves. That is the thing they should do if they wish to benefit themselves and others and the most through exchange. The sausage is probably the clearest example of comparative advantage in the tale. The bird and the mouse may well be able to exchange their tasks, but the sausage cooks every night for a specific reason. Seasoning dinner with one's own flesh is a very low opportunity cost for the sausage, but very <laughs> high opportunity cost for a bird or a mouse, especially given that they can keep house or gather wood better than the sausage, no matter how sentient. So it's basically kind of saying that like everybody was working with their own, to their own strengths and with their own yeah. to benefit them. And that's actually what kind of like, you know, created a cohesive and peaceful and prosperous society. So it's actually a really quite a deep meaning where it's basically going like you shouldn't be forcing people who are sausages to be birds and you shouldn't be forcing people who are birds to be sausages. <laughs> but why, like, I, I love the idea of like professors at like a sort of high ranking university going like... There have been lectures about the Sausage. Yeah, I know. just the sausage. Yeah, like yeah, but when he threw himself, you know, he was, he was putting his own flesh uh, in a way. That when he like, wiggled his little thumb into the stew, <laughs> how did he roll? Um, well, the last the bit of this, Giles, he wrote an essay for me about why, <laughs> uh, how how the rolling of it um, could be considered a, a new a new taxation policy um, for our, for our super rich. 
The last <laughs> sentence of this says, Adam Smith reminds us that the greatest improvement in the productive power of labor, the greater part of of the skill, dexterity and judgment with which it is anywhere directed or applied seem to have been the effects of the, the division of labor. But Ricardo and Mrs. Mrs. or Mises, I don't know how that's pronounced, remind us further that labor cannot just be divided up any old way. When we do that, when we ignore the concept of comparative advantage and the way that it allows each of us to contribute most effectively, we end up like the bird, the mouse and the sausage and they did not live happily ever after. They certainly did not. They didn't, know. They didn't live. But the thing is, is that what is interesting about this is, is that everybody has their role. Everybody does their own different functions, but everybody actually receives the same amount of reward for that work. And that's something that obviously is missing in our society, where when you work at the bottom, you do not share in the same amount of reward as somebody who knows IT or management or whatever. But it's like you're all contributing towards the product that is being made or, you know, the thing that then gets sold. Yeah, I I just love that such a stupid, ridiculous, crazy story has such a deep economic and philosophical meaning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if it was some clever mum or dad who sat down at bedtime and thought that one up, eh? (laughs) Yeah. Why is it like three people? Like, I get, I mean, there's, there's, I, I understand why they do animals because there is a, there is an innocence to animals that are obviously bereft of any sort of like human uh, contrived thought. So animals act on instincts, so thereby that's why that would work. But then you throw a flipping sausage into the meat. Where, like, into the into meat? The meat. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think it's because if you think about it, when you think of a sausage person, you would think that they would be ultimately useless, wouldn't you? Because you're like, it's an inanimate object. It's food. But then the fact is, is that in this world, in this story, they actually have a very important role that only they can fulfill. So as useless as they are out in the real world, in this role that they're actually designed to do, they are uncomparable. Mm. The mouse and the bird cannot do what the sausage can do in this context. Outside of that, yes, the sausage is useless. But I feel like you wouldn't have that same, you wouldn't be able to compare people that way. I think we should test it out. I think we should get like a large box and uh, someone get a sparrow, uh, <laughs> Josh, and someone get a mouse mat. I'll get, I'll get mouse, the sausage. And I'll get the, the easiest sausage. thing. No, I'll get the sausage. I want to get the sausage. You get the we'll, bird. We'll gaffer tape a GoPro into the corner of it and we'll just film it. <laughs> Uh, we'll give them access in, in in the room. In one corner, there's some sticks. In the other corner, there's some sort like some little miniature saucepans and I don't know some basic ingredients have to be prepared. Some miniature joke knives from like a Sylvanian family set or something. Oh wow, uh, so much detail here! I love it. And then look like well or something. And then we'll go. We'll set a twenty-four hour clock and see what happens. I, I can tell you what will happen. The sausage is not going to move uh, because <laughs> sausages don't don't move. Yeah. I really want our Patreon listeners to have by accident started listening, like say they've 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 clicked play when they're asleep, and then they actually start listening at this point and <laughs> just wondering what's gone on. <laughs> uh, we have fact, talked about weirder things. It's true. We we have talked about we have talked about funnier things for sure. 
But this is definitely up there with just being very odd. I just love it. I just think it's brilliant. I can't believe this this has like a proper like economic policy. I mean, I feel ho- I feel at home with this. Like this is what I literally <laughs> like you study. Back to your- Next time I'm at a, like a party and you get someone's like, what, what did you study? If anyone says economics, it's like, well, surely you know about the mouse, the bird and the sausage. <laughs> yes. <They're> like, <laughs> <laughs> the economic uh, implications. You don't know. You don't know about the bird, the mouse and the sausage. Come think on. about it grimproject.wordpress.com says if there's a lesson to be gleaned from the mouse the bird and the sausage it's that we ought to be content with what one has especially when one's situation is working well so i mean the bird's discontent yeah that kind of threw the spanner in the works yeah he threw he threw a spanner in the first Well, if you have any sausage thoughts, you can email us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com. Careful. Uh, and if you have tried our experiment with a bird, a mouse, and a sausage in a box and various amenities around the living room, um, <laughs> you can tell us how it went on Twitter. And our handle is, of course, as it always has been, at LazyBookClubPod. Do you know what would be a really good fan art? I want someone to do like a hybrid sausage bird mouse animal. So it's got the head of a bird, the body of a sausage, and the bottom half of a mouse. I think like the bird of a, a the body of a bird, the tail of a mouse, and the head of a sausage. <laughs> the head of a sausage <laughs> with no eyes at all. So if anyone wants to draw that, post it on Instagram at LazyBookClubPod. <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> yeah, once again, just want to say a big massive thank you for supporting us and for signing up for this Patreon. And we will see you next time for another Grim Tales on here, but also for our next new book we're going to be starting, The 39 Steps. So we will see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.